the stairs. Remember when we were in Ben's Remember bedroom and we didn't have air conditioning? <gasps> oh my gosh, you're listening to Actually with Julia and Lindsay. A podcast where we take a break and don't tell you we're going to and then we come back and you listen. And we're better than ever. <laughs> Hi guys. Oh my gosh. Oh. Hi Lindsay. Hi Julia. I haven't seen you in a year. Just kidding. Whatever. I have. <laughs> um Wow. Where do we I, even begin? I don't know. We begin at the beginning, which is that it is... Let's start at the very beginning. <laughs> um, it is officially 2020. Welcome, Welcome to the new decade. To the new decade, the new year. Um, it's a Wednesday, just on our regular beat, like just right, right oh back gosh. where we started. Um, I think this was really... Um, <sighs> shoot. This was... <laughs> not kicked off um, instigated because of all of the texts I sent you yesterday yes with things like how do I cancel our SoundCloud subscription yes and how then do- 24 hours later Julia's like we should record a podcast so here's what's funny is let, let's just back up for a second we are sorry we <laughs> we're not sorry it was season one it was two years long it was season one two years long but we didn't do a great job of like didn't saying, say goodbye. saying goodbye and you know what like that's something that we need to own because I just am picturing like a small child at the door waiting for their mom and mom and mom to come home. And we never came home. (laughs) So many like loose ends. Yeah. Lots of loose ends, lots of false promises. Um, and we need to own that, but really like we needed that break and a few people, not many, you know, actually who am I kidding? Thousands of people reached out and asked me, Hey, did you and Lindsay have a falling out? Oh, really? I actually had a few people ask that. Oh, shoot. And of course, my answer was yes, that what? bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was always like, no, we just both, honestly. We're tired of listening to ourselves talk. Yes. I think we we're both in a very kind of like, um, I don't know. It was a season for me, I'll speak for myself, of just being sick of myself in a lot of ways. And as I shared with you last year, I had moved home. I, in February of last year, we, our last episode was on Valentine's day. So cute. I had like just ever so slightly begun my journey of like, what am I doing in my life? Which listen, has much changed. We'll get into that. But, um, I think we've seen a break and we both kind of came to it at the exact same time. Right. It was really funny. It was like, Hey, are you? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, I think there was also a, um, like a need for not a format shift, but something to be shake shooken up a little bit. Yeah. Which I think we had started to explore with actually doing things, actually doing it, actually doing it, doing things is <laughs> bringing <laughs> outdoor voices that we know is taking over the entire world. Thanks to Julia's. Yes. You're welcome. Advertisements. Oh, do you know she had a baby? So yes. much has changed in a year. I, know I have. I've seen her like nurse online in one of the sports bras. Okay. We'll get into that okay. in a second, but she is anyway, in incredible I, bounce back shape. Let's just say that. Ugh, like a minute gross. after That's her not baby. A thing. It's not even a thing. A minute. It's not a thing. Um, oh, oh I think we needed a format <laughs> change. We? We're a little rusty. Format change, um, yes. But also, yes, you were deep diving into so many like think not just you, both of us, of just yeah. of like, what am I doing with this? What is, what's the thought with it? Like creating a business, doing all of that. Mm-hmm. So I think- Yes, there was a lack of creative juices on both of our parts to be like, okay, how how do we shift, change, update, move forward with the podcast? So pause felt like the right thing at the time. And before we move forward, we have no idea if we're going to be talking to you again for this entire calendar year. That's between you and your therapist. Like you need to just <laughs> take what you get. Take what you get. Appreciate it. We love the fact that with podcasts, people don't typically unsubscribe. So we're right. banking on the fact that you have completely forgotten about us. And then you open up your podcast app and it's like, like uh, what? What? Can't so, be. Um, who knows if this is just a once a year check-in. I wouldn't hate that. It'd be kind of fun. <laughs> but there's just so much to cover. So let's not waste any more time. Okay. I think we need to kick things off with like a little bit of a catch up. So let's do a a quick debrief on like, okay, February, literally Valentine's day. Ben, let's set this. I don't, Ben had recently (laughs) been broken up with. I was single at the time and (laughs) still single. Um, you were writing a card to Greg. Like that's what was happening in life. Anything has anything different been different since then? Um, I didn't really have much time from when I got here. Right. And because I did champagne. text you like three hours ago. Yes. But didn't think about what we were going to be talking about. Um, 
in case anyone cares to know, Ben and his girlfriend got back together because he wrote a song for her. Did we not talk about we that? We talked about I the song, had, but it hadn't gotten, it hadn't like okay. reached her heart yet. They got back together and then spoiler alert on the first day of middle school, she broke up with him because oh. big little fish, big sea, whatever uh, you call it. Sure. Um, so that feels little people, big world. I think, I think <laughs> that's what you're searching for. No. That's okay. A sh- okay. Um, I'm trying to think of like April, May, June. <laughs> right. We listed our house for sale. It didn't it sell. Didn't We're sell. still in the house. Totally. Right. Um, still enjoying that air conditioning. The house that actually built. Oh you my know, gosh. my kids went on some good adventures this summer mm-hmm. and Ben went to camp. Lyle became a Texan. Oh my gosh. Lyle jumped in a sprinter van with his <laughs> seven cousins and my sister-in-law and mother-in-law and drove to Texas and was stayed for two weeks with family and had so much fun. The and just, best. Yes. Had a phenomenal time. When Has I, not taken off his 10 gallon hat once. When I talked to him, when he got there, I said, how was the drive? And he said, crowded because he was in a sprinter van with seven, with seven cousins. children. Um, but he had a great time and it was great for him. And then he and Callum flew to Colorado and stayed with my parents for a week. And I don't know what Ben and I did, but it was great. Mm-hmm. I think we went to Fashion Island and got gelato into the library every day, maybe. Cute. Um, so it was a good summer of like independent travel stuff. Oh, we got a dog. Cassie. Oh my gosh. Cassiopeia oh my gosh. Louise Thorburn is her actual name. She's a Bernadoodle. Yeah. She's a little, wee little 50 pounder. Here's my thing with Cassie. Love her so and much. We're, we have to be honest about how I feel about Cassie. Right. Thrilled with Cassie. The timing of it wasn't great. Podcast ends. Oh, and I got a dog. And then she gets a female dog. And I felt like you're replacing the <laughs> female dog that already is in your family, the last puppy that comes over every Wednesday. I think Wednesday. I'd already put deposits down on this and dog And then everyone's before. like, oh, Cassie's the best. Uh, and I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, love Cassie. But like, does she... Remember me? Yeah. 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 Does do. she even, does she, does she drink cocktails with you and watch Dirty Dancing? I don't think so. <laughs> does Cassie? <laughs> she does. She just sw- sits quietly on the floor. That's true. <laughs> um, that's okay. I, she's she's been great. Everyone asks like, are the kids helping as if that's a thing? I'm like, not really, but I don't think I expected them to. Like they play with her all the time. That's a very good perspective. They rile her up in the house, they whatever, but no, I walk her and it makes me really happy to be outside with her. And I, so I probably love her the most and. And really enjoying having her, even That's, if the kid. I mean, I got her for the kids for sure, and they love her as well. But um, and Greg's, Greg's putting up with her, perfect. So um, the dog, I don't know what else. Been started middle school in September. So far, so good. There's been some learnings there. I don't think there's been any vaping, but not sure. Oh my gosh, um, Ben yeah. starred in the summer play. Oh, how did we not? It has been so long. It, okay, twenty. 20- 19 was freaking <laughs> the long. longest year. Um, yes, Ben was Bert and Mary Poppins, and I, I mean, if the other kids are listening, Stole it's not, it's not show. true, but proudest mom moment. Well, you're allowed ever. to be the proudest. That's why would you be proud of any other child, but your own in that situation? I'm sorry. I can speak right. as no, a non-parent. Lyle and Callum own, are listening to this oh, ever. Right. I'm right. sure I've been super proud of them as well, but yeah. I was like full, <laughs> I see how you become a full stage mom. I yeah. Totally get it. Totally. Especially because when there's dollar dollar bills involved. I was so excited that everyone was coming up to me and like, oh my gosh, Ben was so good. And it was as if they were complimenting right. me. And as we just learned at the beginning of this podcast, I can't carry a tune. I'm totally tone deaf. That's not true. Anyway, he was great and he was so happy, which was cute to see. He spoke in a full Cockney accent for like an hour and a half. Cockney? Yeah. That's what the accent is. Oh. Right? Sure. It is. Because you know how I know that? There was an episode of America's Next Top Model back in the day where they had to do like a skit oh. and they said Cockney like a hundred times in that episode. And that's right. when I learned the word Cockney. So glad. Anyway, it's online on Instagram if you want to watch it. It's the only videos I've saved. Amazing. It's my Instagram account. Yeah, but check it, it out. Um, and then Christmas and now we're here. Yeah. Right? Fall. I don't know what happened in the fall. Fall happened. Sure. Oh, I went to Austin. <gasps> so yeah. fun. For my birthday, which was so, so very fun. All your gal pals. Yes. The best. It was great. Just good food on the lake. Water skied. 43. Still got it. Still got it, please. <laughs> Never losing I think it. I didn't get up the first time, but the second time. But bam. Remind me to tell you about my most embarrassing story of all time. Like when people say, what's your most embarrassing <gasps> story of all time? And Does it, it involve a bathing suit? Because mine involves a bathing mine suit. Mine involves a bathing suit. And we've never shared um, this before. Uh should I share right now? Yeah. Quick absolutely. story. Junior high church trip to Catalina. Um, put myself out there, got on the ocean on a like wakeboard. I'm pretty sure knew I wasn't going to be good at that. That's fine. I like psych myself up. 
I was just like, you know what, Julia, this is a learning experience. Whole boat full of like cute high school guys. Freshman year. I was a freshman. So like just awkward, weird, um, long story short, like fell on my face a bajillion times. Fine. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like nice about it. My, every muscle in my body was like spent trying to keep up. So then I'm like dog paddling back to the boat. Try everybody else had like no problem. Just like hoisting themselves up on the <laughs> boat. <laughs> I'm like, you guys don't know my upper body strength. Like this isn't happening. It's so hard to do very good looking shirtless high school male leaders had to grab me like a limp noodle from the like, um, shoulders of my, um, what's it called? Life Life jacket. jacket. (laughs) And like a dead fish. I like flopped onto the boat. That's not where the part that that's not even the the worst part yet. So then finally, like everyone's like barely making eye contact with me because they're like, that was so uncomfortable to watch. And, um, then I take off my life jacket so to expose my entire chest <laughs> that my bathing suit had fallen down and I did not notice it for like a good, I mean, probably this- realistically five seconds maybe, but I, it, that felt like five minutes, like nipples and everything, nipples and everything. And let me tell you guys, if you're on the inside track, you know, these were some these were knockers. Some knockers. <laughs> this is pre-plastic surgery. I'll go out and, and say it. That's what happened when I left high school. But before then, wow, wow. You know, I can't so, believe we basically ha- have the same most horrifying story. Moment. How yeah. did you feel afterwards? Like, did you want to? I want throw up and to just like crawl out of my ocean. skin. Now yeah. it's like truly one of the funniest stories to me because I just like just can picture this poor my most embarrassing moment ever i'm at a pool party and i'm it's either seventh grade or eighth grade at this time in the early 90s late 80s don't Mm -hmm. even know um the like bra it's basically like a looks like a bra with an underwire bathing suit was right right in fashion at the time a very like kelly kapowski vibe absolutely yes and so i'm diving off the dive i'm just a spaz like long stringy hair braces these like toothpick legs and this whatever And diving off the diving board, total spaz, get out of the pool, walk up to this like semicircle of boys and girls as only a seventh or eighth grade girl can and be like, hey guys, what's going on? That was loud. bull nipple (laughs) showing in my bathing suit. My friend Kelly was like, come here, come here, Lindsay. And And you're like, like, what? "What?" Walk over there, look down, see it, fix it, go to the bathroom and hide for like an hour until my mom comes to get me. Then next, I didn't want to go to school ever again. My friends tried to bring it up like at school at some point, And I was like, we shall never speak it. Right. Again. No, it wasn't. I don't think till high school graduation that, that I was you like, could laugh about ready. it. Ready. Yeah. Oh my God. Talk about it anyway. Horrifying. Um, and people wonder where I'm like, I don't love the beach. Like, <laughs> not my favorite. Not my favorite. Oh my gosh. I don't know how we tangent in. Uh, um, well, sounds like you had a great time in Austin. Sounds like you had an incredible oh, yeah. 2019. Great. What a time. Oh, I cooked a turkey, killed it. It Crushed was great. It. Didn't kill the turkey. Crushed <laughs> the turkey in the oven to 160 degrees or whatever it's supposed to be. It was so good. Low and slow. That was like a... Um, Dry rub? A victory that needed to happen. It had been haunting me with as much as I cook and as, a, as competent as I feel in the kitchen. I'd never really cooked a good turkey. Yeah. Um, I brined it, hmm. which whatever. I think I, I was like... I gave a half-assed brine like the night or two before, and I just poured a whole bunch of salt and some water and stuck the turkey in it. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? I Basically, feel like every turkey tastes the same. I know. Yes. Um, oh, but I followed, I did a deep dive on Martha Stewart the week leading up to Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. followed so many of her recipes. And so the turkey, you used a cheesecloth that you dipped in melted butter and wine. Whoa. So you did a like saute pan with a whole stick of butter and a bottle of wine or something, and then you would get the cheesecloth like submerged in the liquid put it over the turkey and then baste it with the cheesecloth on it so it kind of kept it moist and then like the last wait do you bake it with the cheesecloth on yes so the first like two hours or two and a half hours i can't remember i don't think i stuffed it maybe i stuffed it that is genius but so you're just literally and i didn't have a baster or anything so i'm just like spooning melted butter and wine on top of my turkey but it's like staying absorbed like a wet towel and, and, then, moi- and keeping the moisture yes. in. And then the oh last gosh. hour, you take the cheesecloth off to brown the top. It was literally beautiful. That sounds like such and an obvious, so genius, foolproof yes. thing. Wow. And it was her video from 20 years ago, at least. She's This the was best. not a new. Um, well, other videos of idea. Thanksgiving, this is just an aside because we didn't get to talk about this on an episode around Thanksgiving, is that um, Bon Appetit's Making Perfect on YouTube. Did you watch that? 
they did like a five episode um, series basically where they like broke down the Thanksgiving meal and like like made, and it was really good just as an aside. I got sucked into, and I forget the guy's name, but if you search kitchen conundrum, it's some guy that, I mean, he's like on Martha Stewart's channel and stuff on Instagram. No. Tyler This guy's much better looking. Emerald Lagasse. Than both of those two people. Um, But he had like a kitchen conundrum episode on pumpkin pie and like why is it weepy on top and why is the crust not done on the bottom and so he like goes through the science Science. of it so Lyle and I watched several of those Lyle made a pumpkin pie from scratch nailed it it was perfect that's what happened in 2019 Lyle became a chef gosh really I mean don't you feel like that well he's really he's getting better and better yeah um yes he did get well we'll get there this was in 2019, but he wanted a KitchenAid mixer for <laughs> Christmas the best. and a blowtorch for the kitchen. Um, and I got it for him, which was a pretty, in our family, gener- gift. generous yeah. gift. Um, I Lifetime use gift. I use it as much as he does. For sure. And he's good at sharing. <laughs> so it's been so fun. Um, but he's been making all sorts of things. I love it. That was 2019 in a nutshell. In a quick little bracket. Should I go? Yes. Great. Um, I should have thought about this more, but basically everything's different. Right. Um, and also everything's exactly the same. So let's see. February, I um, continued on with Home Ec, which was the business I was launching last year, which was is like a sewing arts and crafts. although I hate, no, I never have said no. that before in my life. No. A sewing, like workshops, creative workshops is yes. what I like to say. Um, it's home ec. It's home ec, yes. Yeah. Which shockingly, a lot of people don't know what that is. Um, but whatever, that's neither here nor there. So I did that. I started at Art and Soul, which if you listen to our actually doing it episode with Bronwyn, right. you will know what that is. And started there. And then I moved into my own studio in August. And that was really cool. That is really cool. Um, and meanwhile, I had like five other jobs that you know, ebbed and flew throughout (laughs) the year. Um, and some creative design, some consulting, Mm -hmm. some graphic design, web development, all of it. W Herald jewelers. What else? What else? I started at a job called Mollywood, um, which is where I'm working now. So many different things. Um, meanwhile, like continuing on with home ec and that's been like a huge challenge and also really fun. And, um, so that's like still going. It's like there's still like teaching, still teaching, but like it's probably changing in this next year of like probably teaching less and like devoting more time to um, like product development stuff. I feel like I've really just like learned trial by fire through the whole home ec thing. Like it's been what I said from the very beginning was like a massive experiment and that's been exactly what it is. And um, so I might be moving out of my Studio space. This just didn't need to make any big declarations, <laughs> but you know how much I love how I built that podcast. Yes. Uh, and every entrepreneur has so many like oh totally markers of this is the direction we were going, and this is what we learned, or this was the adversity, or this was the thing we overcame, or this is, and I love it so much. That's been like one of the most encouraging things, and it's been funny when I kind of like bounce ideas off of people of like, well, I might be stopping this and starting this and whatever, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, no, you've got to keep going, and kind of like in an encouraging way. Yeah, and I'm like, I so appreciate your like heart of encouragement, but like I'm okay. Like my perspective on everything, um, I think very which is a huge lesson from last year is that just like life is very long and it like continues to change. And like, there is no finish line really Yeah. until you die, Lindsay. <laughs> so at which time you will share all of this. Right. Yes. Yeah. Family. We'll release yeah. it at um, my funeral, this episode. No. Um, so I'm not that stressed about it really. Like it's just kind of like this cool thing that continues to be what I want it to be. And the cool thing is with slow growth is it's really only affecting me. Like, it's not like I'm like, it just took off. And like, what was that? And, you know, can you imagine if it took off? What a burden that would be? No, I'm just kidding. It would be amazing. But um, this is a sh- what? short it, plug it, it. for things I've also been doing this year. Listening to um, Dak Shepard's podcast. Yes. That I... Another great ironic, one. Like, not ironically, but I'm surprised how much I love it. And yeah. I'm not a celebrity... 
follower it, at like, all. It barely feels like a celebrity podcast. Yes, though. but a lot of them are. Anyway, the one I listened to today was Rain Wilson, who's Dwight from The Office. Yeah. I was shocked at how good it was. Just like the depth of people and the thinking and listen to minute 45. I had to like mark it down Pause. to send it to someone. Um, because they're talking about the <laughs> both Rain Wilson and Dak Shepard, I think, have these like had successful TV careers, tried to be movie stars, didn't it didn't go yeah. as expected. Right. And considered that a, a failure versus like what have I learned along the way and totally. what did you actually like what connections did you make in that movie that got you the next job that got you the this, that, and the other? Exactly. Like it wasn't a blockbuster hit. And so um anyway, they're just talking about that, the like the journey versus the destination yeah i mean that's not such a cheesy way of saying it but they're like not even the destination but like the markers along the way yes, because like, was this successful yes. like what well, that's like how you i don't no, know completely would, so i'm so doing a really it. terrible job of like explaining like it sounds like i'm like beating around the bush of something i'm not at all it's just that like Homac has started and has continued to be a thing but it's not quite like i can be like and now a year later it's this exact yeah. thing it's like just totally figuring itself out and in like the best way, like yeah. I'm having so much fun doing it. Um, I think over the holidays it was hard because I had to kind of like really um, think about what things are working and which things are not. And that was just a little more stressful than just, you know, letting it be its own thing, having to have hard decisions and hard conversations with myself. But um, yeah, so it's been really, really cool. And I'm just really excited for this like next year. And then what else happened? I moved out, which was a huge deal. Um, we're recording now in my <gasps> little tiny so studio apartment that just makes me so happy and it's so cute. I really love it. And that's been a huge, huge, huge blessing. And yeah, I just think in 2019, I keep wanting to say 2018, 2019, I just like chilled out a lot. You know, I think that's like the main takeaway of just you like. You also hustled. What do you mean you chilled out? No, I mean like, I oh, mean like, like my, my, yes, right. No, not, yes, no, I didn't chill out no, as far as like my free off. time. I worked my ass off and I still feel like I'm working my ass off, but I feel like my perspective on things just chilled out. It was so much more just like, okay, like a lot of hard things happened and. I you got survived them, them all and yes. you learned so much through all of them. Yes. So um, it was a whopper. 2019 was a freaking whopper. But, but you did it. I did it and so did you. And we are so excited to just like be sharing. I just felt like I wanted to share these things. You know what I mean? Yes. And share them with like the peeps that are still listening, which is like, I can, I just, I just wanted to say these things out loud. I don't know why. Um, well, I think something that we've talked about off and on all year that I do want to say out loud and to say to you again is that, yes, you like did this risky, scary, uncertain thing, but you had a vision and, and all of it, even from like figuring out your logo and who you wanted to do that and yeah. the bumpiness of that. And like your branding's killer and very figuring fun. out Julie class. Eckert, shout out. Oh my gosh. Yes. She crushed, crushed it. it for real. Um, you finding your voice in that you figuring out like what, as far as money goes, like what is worth spending money on and what's mm -hmm. not. And if I'm going to do this, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. I think you learned so much and, and even like, which we talked about during the year, but like all the different jobs, like having this theme of creativity and what, I mean, they weren't just this like total side tangent, which we did talk about, like right. go get a job at a retail store or whatever. And you're right. like, no, that actually goes against, right. not to say that like, that's not an option in the future, but like right. that actually goes against what I believe and what I'm trying to build with home ec. And it was like, good for you. Like you wouldn't have had to, to own that. Right. And to make the hard decision of, wait, I, I'm not just going to go get a job that I probably, that I might've gotten five years ago yeah. because I've kind of refined my, yeah. It's almost thinking like. Thinking and brand and yeah. vision. And anyway, so I'm so, it's been so fun to watch and I'm really proud of you. I love you Thanks. so much. I love you so much too. No, it's been really good. I feel like it's just like what people always say about like, I don't know. It's just like all the things, all the cliches and all the things are kind of, it's very representative of my last year. And I think that the cool thing is when I look back at my twenties, I'm 28 now, like every single year has been a really different challenge in its own right. And I think that a lot of those years it was like, what is the point of all of this? Oh my well, gosh. And now I feel like it is not ever going to, I, the thing that I realized is one, that's never going to change. Unfortunately. Yes. At 43, I still say that all right. the time. And like, what is the point of making right. eggs this morning? Totally. And two, um, like it's never going to change, but also I can see the 
fruits of that labor, just even just like a glimmer of them, you know? And it's funny how the fruits of those labor, the labor is showing itself in really unique ways. It's not like the fruits of labor equal financial stability or like a career that I love. It's like none of those things. It's more just like, oh, like a piece with myself and who I am, my direction and like all these things that are really cool. So, and the like seemingly unconsequential, like as you're talking, I have this picture of your home sign at the studio and the chairs that match that color so well. And like that vision makes me so happy of like just seeing like the tables that your dad built and that banner. Yeah. And those chairs, like something just about that is like, it's just happy. Like it just like, just for the sake of it is happy creating that thing. I don't know where that's going to be in a couple of months. Like genuinely all of those things, the banner can be stored. The chairs can be stacked, but like, I don't even know where that's going. Yeah. Um, but I know that it's going somewhere. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's all really cool. And I feel really good about it. And I just, I think it's funny how like the proof is in the pudding of like for so many years I said like, oh my gosh, I would rather make a third of the money that I'm making right now and I, and be happy with my job and my life and whatever. And like that basically is happening right now. Yeah. (laughs) And it's really, it's accurate. Like I'm so much happier than I've ever been. You know what I mean? Like for me, it was kind of like proof of concept um, of all the things that I've kind of like talked about for years which has been really fun so that in a very weird nutshell was 2019 2018 is like of wide open just did you just say 2018 did i as if we're going back in time <laughs> 2020. 2020 doesn't 2020 kind of not roll off the tongue no because it's like 2020 2020 it's like the news program does anyone watch 2020 i loved 2020 what, as a what child even was 2020 like 20 minute no, I think Stories? probably originally it, it was like a concept thing, but then it eventually it just became like 60 minutes was 60 minutes. We know that. And 2020 was what? I think it's like the perspective, like 2020. Right, 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 right. right. You know? <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh, maybe we'll have like 2020 vision in 2020. Maybe. Have you seen all those like um, montages of people putting Barbara Walters together being like, this is 2020. Have you seen that? No. Oh, when it was like New Year, everyone was posting that. get on the internet (laughs) um but i was too busy reading russian spy novels okay so let's let's (laughs) freaking go i mean okay so i texted Lindsay this afternoon as mentioned and i said let's do this and then i had to go to my parents house and pick up my recording equipment and on the drive over there i listened how did that not get make the move there's just nowhere to put it when i said my apartment is small it is small um but I was picking it up and I listened to the last episode, which I was like, oh, I've got an hour to kill. Turns out our last episode was 15 minutes long. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> we were done. Um, so listen to that. And I was like, oh, the questions. So Lindsay. I don't know that I have an answer for the first one. What do you want to buy but can't afford to buy but will probably buy anyway? And we can go back to Christmas for this one. Did you get anything for Christmas? The KitchenAid. Yeah, what I bought Lyle for Christmas. Yeah, in case you've forgotten, whenever we ask that question, it's usually something that we've actually already bought. Right. Spoiler alert. I'm trying to think if there were any other good Christmas. Or what's something that you had on your list that you didn't actually get? Um, I love the KitchenAid mixer. I also bought myself, which I asked you and your mom this question, you guys looked at me like I was crazy, that I did buy for myself for Christmas. What? I was like, do you guys buy stuff for yourself for Christmas? And you're like, oh, no, no. we don't. Yeah. Um, it was such a funny thing that you said, and we were both like so, so confused by it. I think I'm used to like, yes, shopping with my mom or something and picking something. I whatever. mean, but what's the difference between buying something for yourself for Christmas and buying something for yourself for the rest of the year was my confusion. You know what right. I mean? Not any different. Early December, I bought myself two new pairs of running shoes. Got it. And then was like, Greg, you don't need to get me anything for Christmas. Oh, I've never said that in my life. I got running shoes. Well, I control the budget in our house. Like, I know when. Fine. Anyway. Um, this might seem silly, but I I just ordered a ton of different pairs of running shoes from either DSW or Nordstrom Rack or something, just like Nikes, and they all came, tried them all on, and it felt um, indulgent to keep two pairs, but I did. Nice. And I'm so glad, because I feel like I'll wear one pair, and then I'll walk the dog, and they'll get wet, or something will happen, and then I'll want to actually go for a run or go to the right. gym. And, um, anyway. Are they different colors? So, they're both black Nikes, but one of them looked like... One of them are like cute sneakers. Right. Like they look like retro Nikes. Athletic outerwear. Yes. Versus. And the other ones are like. Workout clothes. Shoes. Yes. 
Now um, that's that's two very different pairs of shoes. Yes, but I can wear both of them. I have tested both of them for working out. Oh, nice. Um, that was really, really the KitchenAid mixture is what I was excited about. What color did you get? Gray. If I would have really been thinking about Lyle, I would have gotten him a red one. I didn't really think but about it. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get black or white for your kitchen. Hmm. I don't know why I got gray. Huh. We'll never know. But you got gray and you're going to have it forever because those things last Shoot. forever. <laughs> Are you really just no, realizing Lyle's going to take it to college. Yes. And then you'll get the one that you really wanted. Yes. Perfect. Um, yeah. The first thing think. anyone puts in their dorm is a kitchen mixer. Duh. Um, I... I'm going to say that the thing that I bought in 2019 that I probably like was a splurge, but it ended up being so worth it were my Blendstones, which by <laughs> proxy, you got a pair. This is like so one of those moments. There were so many moments last I'm year. I'm so grateful where we that Where moment. we looked at each other and we would say, this would be such a perfect podcast topic. <laughs> So, so I up, started like working yeah. a couple pairs of Blundstones. So I, so I wanted a pair of Blundstones for a few years. We talked about this. And, well, not on, on the, the podcast. podcast. Yes, we absolutely did. No, we didn't. I got yes. them for my job. Oh, the fact that I wanted well, them. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that Greg owned a pair from when he went and worked yes. the farms so in New Zealand recall, 20 years ago. I got them and they didn't fit. And so they were so expensive. Oh, right. I returned them and then I kind of just couldn't re-pull the trigger. They didn't do exchanges. It was like a weird, right. like I had to re-pull out my credit card and I was like, oh, I yeah. just can't do it. Because they're what? Like $200? Yeah. Plus like shipping. So they're like, they're a lot. And then you, so then I started working at the garden store that I was mentioning before, the home and garden store and I'm in like water but then I'm also in like a cute store and then I'm like in mud and you then I'm like wear them all the time on my you? feet I wear them every single day oh my gosh and I was just kind of like this is the excuse that I needed and I pulled the trigger got two pairs because I wanted to try on the kind of like brushed leather and the typical glossy or whatever not glossy but just like matte leather. leather yeah and um Lindsay happened to come over when I like had decided on one pair and was going to return the other one and they fit her like a glove. I think you would like ask for an internet weigh in on which one to keep. And I had picked the dark brown one. That's ones, right. And yes. Like the I took a quick little yep. Instagram poll. And, um, so then she just tried them on and they were, they were perfect and she liked that color. So she I wore them those. Home. Yeah. <laughs> and then both me and it was great. I felt like I made money even though you just paid me back for the shoes that I had already bought. Um, I wear them all the time. They're so comfortable. They're so comfortable. I've worn other I shoes wear to work every once in a while. And well, no, for your work, that's perfect. I wear them though. Perfect. Like walk the dog slash hike. Yeah. Like I'm in the back bay with them on or I'm totally same thing. like my, they're well, that's what's kind of fun about them. I can wear them to work and then... Are yours like really waterproof? My neighbor, yes. Because my... Well, now they're so popular. It's so funny. But my neighbor got some and she got actual waterproof ones and hers have like um, almost Ugg interior stuff inside oh, of them. You know, I, like they're... I saw those. I just thought they'd be too warm for yes. here. But I... Because um, I don't know that mine are... But I no, think they're pretty I, waterproof. I Googled it and they said they're waterproof. But like I said, I kept kind of... They're not suede, but they kind of look like a brushed leather. So I was like, Oh, is that going to, maybe they're waterproof, but is it going to change the look of them? And so I was very timid about They definitely look better when they're, I mean, they're, they're clearly like work boots. They're totally work boots. So I was like, I believe it. I don't know. I was, I was skeptical. And then it rained last week and there was a full, just like flood in the back of the store, like in the garden area. And I just was like, okay, I'll just kind of wade in there. And they like repelled the water. It was incredible. So I'm even more obsessed with them now. Yep. So that was a splurge um, to the point that- I took mine to Colorado for Christmas and I wore them as my like after I took mine to Santa Fe for Thanksgiving and they were a total hit. But um, yeah, so I'm not like quite ready to buy another pair, but I would be open to it, like a black pair. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Yes, I love them. I'm super grateful. I Just for the record- I bought those out of your car. I'm going to kind of say all the things that I did that last year. Is that what we're going to do? What? For all the questions. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're doing like our faves. Yeah. Our number one pick. Um, okay. Consuming. Consuming. What have you been consuming? Um, in a shocking turn of events, <gasps> all the Russian spy. Totally. <laughs> the red scares back in um, the Thorburn household. And there's a logical like train of thought, how it happened. Talk to me. Um, although now I can't remember who recommended, I've gotten in the habit of like when I see book recommendations on Instagram or that's the only place I probably see book right. recommendations. Um, I just go straight to the 
library website and reserve the books. And then it's like a Christmas surprise when things just start. I get emails that they're available because if things have a whatever, if they're popular books, there's right. a wait list and you it could literally on be the like list. three months. And then all of a sudden totally. I get an email that the book's ready, which is so fun. Um, so I had heard from someone, The Secrets We Kept, no idea who the author is, look it up. Hmm. Um, and it is about women working in the typing pool <gasps> when that was a thing. Oh my gosh, I love that. In the 60s, in the CIA counterintelligence group. So imagine all these like cute women in their polished little like suits and heels or whatever, just typing away all the information about all oh the things. Oh my gosh, <clears throat> I love that. I need so, to read that. Um, it was great. Okay. I don't want to spoil anything. Don't spoil anything. I will, uh, but it was good. <laughs> it was great. I would totally read it. Okay, so then I'm listening to Dak Shepard's podcast and, <gasps> and Felicity, what's her real name? Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell <clears throat> was on. Um, did I talk to you about this? Someone said yes. that they thought she didn't, she sounded a little ditzy. I appreciated her. Candor. Whatever. I listened to the She's whole thing. She's giggly. Yeah. You know who I think she always looks like? Who? Kelly Callahan. Because of the hair? The hair, but also like I, they're, I think about the same age. And I feel like at the right. height of Carrie Russell. Funny, they talk about the hair, obviously, when they talk about Felicity. And that if you have never watched the show, go watch it. I thought it was great. Did you what? ever watch the whole thing? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, great. I mean, my friends and I in college were obsessed with that, which is the perfect time to watch it because you're yes. like college, college. So they talk about the hair cutting off. And so the first season, she's got this like long, beautiful, beautiful mane. like curly hair that's so like, iconic or whatever for uh-huh. her. Um, and she makes a joke to one of the producers, like puts a wig on and is joking like, oh, I cut all my hair off. And they're like, oh my gosh, that actually be so amazing with the storyline. She'd like broken up with her college boyfriend at the end of her freshman year. And so they cut all, they like on film, cut all of her hair off for the second season. And there's this like big outrage across the country at the time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of how could she, and was it the actress Carrie Russell that did it? Or was it the character and on and on? And she's like, it's so cliche. Like you break up with your boyfriend, you cut off all your hair. And I was like, wait, that's cliche. I did that. Like, if you go back and look at my college pictures, sophomore year, that's the total pixie cut, like one inch long pixie cut after I broke up with my boyfriend. That's a total thing. <laughs> Anywho. Going through a life change and cutting your hair. Yes. So if you don't know, she is one of the stars, co-stars of The Americans, which is um, based, set in the 80s, and it's two Russian spies living in Washington, D.C. No longer on. It was on a few yes. years ago. And it was probably six or seven seasons long. Yeah. So I don't even know when it was from like 2013 to 2000, whatever. Yeah. Um, I had never watched it. It's on Amazon. FX. Oh. Right. Mm-hmm. Free streaming Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> um, different than Hulu, which we'll talk about later. We'll get there. Um, so I got so I started watching The Americans based on the like listening to her talk about it. Dak Shepard clearly loved the series. Um, it is more violent and sexual <gasps> than I usually watch in shows. So I don't know that I can fully endorse it. Endorse it you with can. a good conscience. You but can. I am in the middle of season two, so. <laughs> So we'll let my actions speak for themselves. But I also maybe would fast forward through things because like the episode the other night, she's literally like laying face down on the bed, having a conversation with her like on stage husband who uh actually is her lover in real life. And she's naked. Yeah. So you just see her butt? Yes. But like her whole butt. And I was like, that's actually her. It's not like it's a body double. I mean, she's like having a conversation. That's her naked body. I don't know. Anyway, shocking from the prude who clearly does not watch <laughs> Quick enough question. questionable television. This is an aside. I was recently flying back on a plane and I watched a movie and I'd never heard of it. Just kind of like read the synopsis, went for it. And there were like multiple sex scenes. I felt so uncomfortable watching that on a plane. Like I was so, and yeah, I fast yeah. forwarded them. Like, which, I mean, technically, this I This is should... like watching the Cosby show with my parents in junior high, and they're talking about bras, and I just wanted to Well, I was to like, die. the people behind me are watching me <laughs> right. watch this set. Yeah. I was in an yeah. aisle seat, so I was oh, like, people yeah. are fully seeing this. It could be a child behind me, or even just like an adult being like, I don't want to... I just like, they need yeah. to cut that out of the... I was so oh, Was it like on the seat? Yes, it was oh. on the seat. And it's like, <laughs> how weird would that be if yeah. I had just not even flinched and like let it play? Yeah. Like, it was crazy and i was like I am i both have a I, good healthy well sensitivity to not even like my i mean com- yes it yeah. was my own sensitivity but even past that i was like people need to be sensitive of other people like there's yeah, children yeah, yeah. on planes yeah. or like people that maybe don't even want to see that i don't know i was very surprised that that's a thing that there you go they allow okay so the americans watch it and then also binge read in one day the red um red notice by bill brower or 
Bill Browder or something. It's a true story. It's shockingly easy to read, written by a finance guy that was like an investment banker in Russia. It doesn't seem like, yeah, it just, I read the whole thing in one day and it was so fascinating. And he's just telling a story of like, then I went to high school, then I went to college and then I wanted to move to London and then I got this job and then I got that job and then I ended up in Russia. And, and then I became a spy. He's not a spy, but there's crazy stuff happening. Oh and gosh. on the cover, I think the subtitle is like murder, high crime, and justice or something. Like, Oh my goodness. What? And it has all of that. And it is a true story. It's crazy. When you're done with the Americans or just now that you're done with those books, are you going to pursue more like of this genre or are you done? I <laughs> um, feel like it was a coincidental thing that you're like, I did I that. I did, especially The Secrets We Kept. It felt like a great... Um, divergent from like I've obviously read so many like World War II books yeah and I read a lot of like southern I read like Where the Crawfish Crawdads Crawdads Sing and I read Glass Castle I actually read a lot of Ter- like good books this year where parents are just I cannot read one more of those terrible books. parents yes. I know everybody tried to freaking force me to read where the crowd no, had sing no. and I'm like I don't, I don't that yeah. does not sound fun before we were yours I mean like other oh so many like anyway so I do like the Russian spy everyone's at least taking care of their people they might be killing other people right, right, right. they might be sleeping around for work but they who might cares be, yeah. I'm just kidding at least they're not abandoning children right they probably are probably are but we don't talk about yeah. that in Russia so okay. who knows? If you have any Russian spy novels, let me know. It's like an untapped right. whole section of the and library that I've never been so to. And probably so much of that that are really good. Yes. <laughs> and also it's true. And yeah. And it's like still happening. There's something about the World War II stories that you're like, I, yes, it happened. And there are these like heart-wrenching, compelling, right. beautiful, heroic stories. But it feels like history. And this, even the Americans, it's like... I'm sure that's still happening. Like, yes, it's said in the 80s, which feels like a total nostalgic to me because I grew up in the 80s. So, so much about that show. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was our family, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My parents Mm -hmm. are not Russian spies, I asked them. Sure. For sure, for sure. Um, That's what I'm consuming. Love that. What are you? What am I consuming? consuming? I am consuming, or I consumed the show Succession on HBO. Oh. Um, OMG, so good. I don't know if you would love it just because oh. I feel like it's a little bit. No, I think you would. Ugh, I don't know. I hate recommending things. Yeah, you don't have to, which is this literal podcast. Yeah. But, um, no, but like a friend of mine, Catherine, told me that it was amazing and I just knew that it would be. I'm like so curious. I just don't, just, no, don't stab yourself I'm stabbing with stabbing myself with the cactus. Um, so. It's about a family. Think like the... There's a cactus on the table that we are recording <laughs> and Julia's playing with it. Okay, go on. Um, it's like kind of a New York story of a family, like huge business, like the Murdoch family, or I guess like you could say the Trump family, like just like billionaire entrepreneur American family that... The father's, I want to say, in his, like, 70s. I'm sure that's, like, in the show at some point, but I forget. Um, And it's about who he's leaving all of his business and the power of the company to amongst his four kids, although really it's about three of them. And it's, like... Is this a true story? No, no, no. Okay. Um, Although it's, like, probably very close to so many things that have actually happened. Um, Which, for the record, I've had people tell me that the family that Arrested Development is based on. You what? Arrested Development. Yeah. I've had like friends. Oh, you know who the family is? Or just like, yes. Oh my gosh. Like it could have been. Anyway. Tell us who it is. No. Oh my gosh. Um, So it's just a really good show. Like it's a really good mix of like drama and like not really suspense like in a scary way, but just like suspense of like what's going to happen. And then like humor. And there's this character named Cousin Greg who if you watch the show, like even the mention of the words Cousin Greg, like probably you're smiling right now because it's just like (laughs) he's such a like kind of buffoon. But then he's like amazing at the same time. And um, it's just like one of those shows where you're watching it and you're like, this is a really good TV show. But then also you're thinking about the TV show in a meta way and you're like, this is so well done. Like, why isn't, why wouldn't I like this? Well, there's just like some sexual stuff, oh, Yeah, which we've but I think you could get past it. Yeah. I think you get past it. Um, so that was like a big one. And I think back, like all of it kind of blurs do I have together to that on Hulu. Uh, yeah, you do. Great. 
Um, we still share a Hulu account, <laughs> although it just got switched over from Lindsay's credit card to mine because I switched the account from like $10 a month so to like up, 75 This is also what happened in 2019 <laughs> is that I was deep diving into, not younger, what's the other one? Um, bold Type. Bold Type. Great show. And I then my credit card expired. night to watch it and it was not, Hulu was not working because, no, your credit card had been stolen or something. Something. Or lost it. Or whatever. just whatever. They were like, you can't use this anymore. Yes. <laughs> and so I took it upon myself to just put my credit card so in there. So desperate for one more episode <laughs> of the bold type. So I paid for, which felt fair. I had been mooching Hulu yeah. off of you for And it was like 10 bucks at the time. Yes, it yeah. was 10 bucks. And then apparently I don't check my credit card statement ever. Sorry. And... At some point, it jumped up to twenty four, and then last month it was seventy five. And I, I did I, not I do it. that in a secret way. I could have sworn that I changed the credit card. And <laughs> well, I asked you a couple months ago, and I was like, and oh, yeah, I never yeah. went and looked either. Totally. Anyway, so funny. Um, we sorted it out. I then mowed her immediately, so fast. Immediately which paid for the dog sitter thing because I genuinely felt like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. But um, <laughs> so yes, uh, but that was really Succession. great. I really want to read more. Um, this year, so I don't have a ton. I really didn't read like anything last year. I feel like the year before that I had a good reading tempo. Mm -hmm. I genuinely think it was that I was closer to the library because that's when I was living in my old apartment and I lived over here closer to the library. And then when I moved home, oh right, I didn't. But now you're here. Now I'm back. So I I have a few books that I'm reading. None of them I really feel super strongly I about. Cannot recommend enough the placing a hold on books. Oh no, it's great. And just showing up and picking them up. And they have and it I with go your to the library name on weekly. it. Yes. yes. No, it's I the mean, best. That, yes. The only downfall is when books are on hold, you only you can't renew them. Oh, that's so right. So I got too many too many books came available two weeks ago. That is a common and mistake. And I didn't get to read all of them. Yeah. And I can't renew them. two of them. So I had to turn them back in and I'll redo it. But understandable. That's my favorite thing to do is pop into the library and the books are waiting for you. I'm reading um, a book right now called Nothing to See Here, which people are really excited about, but honestly, it's fine. Like, I wouldn't recommend it, just in case you're wondering if you should read it at home. Um, it's about a woman who's, like, nannying some kids, and, like, the one thing so far that makes it any different is that when the kids get upset, they burst into flames. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> Which made me laugh, but then past that, I'm like, okay, so what's the story here? It's a little slow. Um, and then I have a few more recommendations, just mercy I'm reading, which is a movie that's coming out. Yeah. I read that a few years ago. You did. Yeah. Death row. Yeah. Why are you suspicious of that? I don't know. We didn't talk about it. Okay. Go on. I think I talked about it on the podcast. Mm. We need to re-listen. Okay. Um, and what else? I'm going to plug an old favorite that is just like still really great. Old yeller. Um, no cup of Joe.com. Oh. is just still kicking. I mean, if you are a woman in your 20s, late 20s or 30s. Or 40s. Or 40s. I literally was thinking you're in your 30s. I wasn't even just like doing that to be nice. As if my, okay. Um, and <laughs> she's probably closer to my, well, oh, her she husband's is, older. But I've been yeah. reading it for like Ten since years. I was in high school. Yeah. And it just is consistently fun and good and like an uplifting corner of the internet. The comment section is like as good as the, Interesting. which is rare. I mean, that whoever, Are they still like living in, they live in Brooklyn, Brooklyn and she has like contributors now. So it's grown a little bit, but it's not like it's like a, it still looks exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like, Oh, it went from a blog she's to gonna, a website. She's not trying to make it something different. Yeah. No, it's like the only blog that I still read. And, um, just like a great resource for just almost anything. Like when I go to new cities, I'll Google or I'll search the name of the city. Cause she almost always has like written some sort oh. of write up on it or like gift recommendations or books, all of those things. Um, so big fan of that. And I think that's it right now that I'm thinking of that really stuck out. Um, what's our last one? Consuming. What are you eating? Eating. Uh, oh my gosh. You go ahead. Um, so Lau got the mixer for Christmas and then I thought like I need to have something for him to make. Oh, the week before Christmas, which was so fun. My friend Carrie, hi Carrie, um, taught us how to make her like cinnamon rolls that she makes on Christmas morning. Mm -hmm. And I, this might sound crazy, but I had never used yeast before really? to make anything. No. That shocks me. Like I just hadn't ever done it. I mean, when they say like proof the yeast or whatever the yeast, like yeah. I literally didn't know what that meant. Whoa. And so it felt like ripping the bandaid off when Carrie was like, and here's the yeast and the sugar and the water and mm -hmm. here's the whatever. And so we made the cinnamon rolls and, um, 
Yes, it like demystified it for me. So Christmas morning, I had bought, <laughs> I put yeast in Lyle's stocking, obviously. Amazing. And just Googled like how to make a baguette, thinking like what are, he has Couldn't to- be so hard. Only hundreds of years of French, you know, bakers. But I, don't, I, I guess I thought like, what else am I going to have? I didn't want him to make like chocolate chip cookies or I don't, right. whatever. Yeah. And so um, first recipe on the Food Network and it literally was like how to make a French baguette. And he <laughs> made baguettes and has made them several times since. So I'm eating all the baguettes. Oh my gosh. We made them tonight for dinner. And I, and it just felt like it's a Wednesday night and I have an hour. I mean, it doesn't take that much actual time. Mm-hmm. There's just really? the, ri- the rising time. It was so easy. So it literally is like a... Uh, Two, te- two tablespoons of honey and two packages of yeast and a half a cup of warm water. Let Whoa. it sit there for five minutes. Mix it with four cups of flour and a little bit of salt. Knead it. Let it rise. Shape it in baguettes. Let <laughs> it rise. You're literally just <laughs> reciting the recipe right now. Yes. Because it's so easy. That yeah. all it is is like yeast, honey, water, and well, flour. Right. It's like we- yeast and water and flour yes. is bread, but yes. like... It still is a lot of work and like to get yeah. the right consistency and no, stuff. It is great. So we've made the baguettes three or four times. They've been slightly different each time, but holy deliciousness. So I did make beef bourguignon again today. Oh my gosh. Which seems, again, I think once you've made a recipe enough times, it's it just gets easier and easier, obviously. But to make that beef stew, that used to be like a dinner party stew. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, it's a Wednesday and at noon I started cooking it and put it in the oven for an hour and a half and we had... Beef bourguignon and baguettes for dinner tonight. Wow. Ugh, it was so good. To and be a I, Thorburn. And then I also had kale and I chopped it up really, really fine and just poured Caesar salad dressing on it. Yeah. And my kids like all asked for more. We do Caesar salad in our house, which it's sort of like a cheater really salad. The key though of the, the kale is that it's fine. There's a, or not fine, but finely chopped. There's a restaurant yes, I like that ship, you and I've gone to. <laughs> yes. Um, we go to. North Italia. And oh, I say yes. we go, I mean, we've yes, gone twice. Um, and they have a kale salad that yeah. I would eat like by the truck full, but it I feel like, like it's chopped. because it's just yeah, chopped. Yeah. And so it's not super overwhelming yeah. to be chewing on it for 35 minutes. So I like grated a little extra Parmesan. Oh, and I think I put walnuts on top or something yeah. and literally like Caesar salad dressing out of the bottle. Um, but I would, I mean, do it over and over again versus just buying, I sometimes just buy or oftentimes just buy like the bag of Caesar salad, which is like romaine or... Right. But if the kids are going to scarf down the kale, yes. Okay. So for my eating, I'm really just going for these questions like with what my first thought is because it clearly has stuck out in my mind. Yep. Um, one thing that was, this is such a random one, but there is a recipe on Bon Appetit site for kielbasa fried rice. Yum. And it's like the easiest, like it's exactly what it sounds like. Everyone's kind of probably heard at this point a riff on making your own fried rice. Like, oh, you've got leftover rice in the fridge. Throw it in with blah, blah, blah. And Greg, you got your- that for breakfast like three or four days a week. This would be perfect for it because it's basically breakfast rice. Yeah. And um, like lots of egg and the rice and the sesame and like hot sauce and- Kielbasa, like what- um, like flavor, like smoked kielbasa, like the yeah, yeah. like chili kielbasa, but it but just is it kind like of southern smoky, or is it like just like Cajun? Is kielbasa no, Cajun? No, it's not it's quite like, Cajun because that's like andouille sausage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this cool. is like a little bit less firm. Okay, um, but it just is like delicious, yeah. obviously, and it's a very um, cheap, easy dinner. Yes, I'm kind of an expert right now at like, what is the cheapest, easiest option? No, I keep rice in the fridge all the time and Greg makes fried rice in the morning and it's like whatever leftover. Yep. I mean, oftentimes there's no meat, right? but it's like maybe some onion and garlic well, if and it exists. Well, it's a good kind of like, oh, that cilantro is looking a little wilty. Totally. Let's throw get it all rid in of it. There. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then the other thing that I've made a few times and is always a really big hit with the people that are eating it is um, shocker since we last spoken, Allison Roman has released a new cookbook and what? it's genius. Um, I'm not, even, it's called um, Nothing Something. Fancy, which all of you already know because if you're listening to this podcast, then we've already driven you crazy with forcing you to follow her. Um, but she has this Lobna dip that is suggested with labna. I've made it with Greek yogurt because I can never find labna. So just full fat Greek yogurt. What is labna? Labna is basically Greek yogurt. <laughs> right. It's essentially Greek yogurt. It's a little bit thicker. Um, but you take the labna, you add lemon juice, 
and salt and pepper. And then in another pan, you take scallions and garlic and I want to say parsley or maybe cilantro. I think it's cilantro and olive oil and you kind of like crisp it up. Like you kind of like frizzle it, saute it a little bit until they get crispy. And then you just pour that, you let it get a little bit less hot. So like not quite room temperature, but not like right out of the fryer. And you pour that over the lobna. It looks so pretty. It looks great. It takes zero time. It's like kind of the thing that you can tell people when they're looking at it. Like, ooh, what's that? It looks like sour cream, but you're like, it's Greek yogurt, so it's good for you. I've had like so many people be like, oh, in that case, I'll eat it by the spoon because it doesn't feel. you should. It's so good. And then I've been like making a little bit of extra when I make it and keeping it for myself, like if I'm taking it to something. And it's just like the best kind of addition to like you probably put it on, over anything, on top of chicken on top anything. of anything yeah chit like crackers like whatever you yeah. like it's a great kind of just like thing in the fridge um so those are my two wrecks for last year oh my two very different although goodness. i did a lot of cooking last year so i feel like there's a ton that i could have recommended but those are the main points i know i'm trying to think if there's any other one quick i think we need to wrap up but i think we should spend each one minute talking about any sort of resolution or goal for 2020. Do you want to start? Sure. Ready? Want me to start the clock? I'm just going to say it. (gasps) Yep. Three, two, one. Okay. So for Greg's birthday, we joined the tennis club in the neighborhood, which is so janky and old, even though it was really for me. So the stand mixer (laughs) and Greg's gym membership were totally for me. Um, I only joined for the gym and the pool. We can't actually play <laughs> tennis there because that was too expensive. Um, so I've been going to the gym every day and I love it so much. Oh I haven't been a member of a gym in like six, since we moved to East Bluff six years yeah. ago. And I've just run and walked in the neighborhood and done stuff. Um, and it's so, and I occasionally I'll work out at home, but then I'll look over and see dirty dishes or laundry like, and no. then stop. Yes. Yeah. So I've actually loved being back in the gym for the last month. And I also um, subscribe to Alexa Clark. I don't know if I should really Who's recommend, that? but I think um, she's like a workout girl. And I actually really like her workouts. One, she's mm. like insanely fit. She posts a new workout every day, either five days a week or seven days a week. Um, and there's like gifts that repeat. So it looks like she's like continuously doing the 12 reps, but oh, she, yeah. you know, they've really only like done right. two or whatever. Yeah. But you can like look at, she has the video or the GIF or whatever going. So you can see like the form mm-hmm. and the whatever. And That's... she has an option of, um, at home, if you're working out at home or working out at the gym. And then also if you want 20 to 30 minute workout or 40 to 50 minute workout, which feels so doable. Like today I'm like, Oh, I'll just go to the gym for 20 to 30 minutes. But totally. while I was there, I'm like, Oh, well I'll do part of you're the next. There. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so it's been this great combination and I've super enjoyed it. So I feel like that it's not a resolution, but it's something that I feel like I'm really going to enjoy folding into the rhythms of your life. Year. Yes. Of like, I walk a lot, but that is not increasing any sort of, I mean, whatever, physical fitness. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I've been like sweating and lifting weights and Amazing. all of her workouts are hundred percent weight based. She doesn't do any cardio stuff, but it's like you're moving your whole body so you're sweating and your heart rate's up. Right. Anyway, so I'm loving the combination of the janky gym at the tennis how club. Much is it a, how much is the thing? I think her thing is like maybe $20 a month, hmm. which feels like a lot, but also like a yoga class is $20. Right. Yeah. It's and weird. So apps, apps are like a weird psychological thing because it's like, oh my gosh, that seems like actually, a lot, but, but then and it's it, not. I mean, so I started or whatever, subscribed to her app in September and probably only did it 10 times for three months, but then I've done it every day for the last month. Whoa. Um, so it feels awesome. I love it. It's That's like, the perf- yes, it's a good combination of like having a destination to go to. It's in the, <laughs> the gym is in my neighborhood so I can yeah. walk there or drive, whatever. And once I'm there, I'm there and they have like the basics, but enough to get it done. So you'll find me at the gym this year. Hell yeah. Let me know when I look really, really strong. You already Just do. Start you lifting. Transform. You guys can't see Lindsay, but she's gained about 30 pounds of muscle. It's pretty cool. Mostly in my like neck area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Her neck has doubled in size. Um, my goals and resolutions are pretty standard things, but um, I have like a financial savings goal that I want to get to. Um, I want to um, date more. 
and I have like a plan that we can talk about the next episode. We're going to have a spinoff podcast um, to talk about that. That is like, that's, it's genuinely a true nightmare to even say those words out loud, but I just have, feel like it's like, I have to do something. It's getting desperate people. Um, no, it's not. It's fine. You're still a baby. Um, and <laughs> I also, uh, want to get like back running, okay. but I feel like it's a totally different. I really accepted the fact that I was running on a treadmill all last year. That's a big thing from last year. Actually, I got really into running. Yes. I was running a lot and you um, ran three miles. I ran like at Four. the end of the year, I was running five miles, That's like insane. almost daily. And then I just <laughs> stopped literally it's fine. on my birthday. I ran the furthest I'd ever run. And then I bought an Apple watch on, this is all in one day. And I went out and I got the Apple watch that I'd wanted for months, like for running. And then I have not run since that day. Since <laughs> your birthday, so classic me to like finally guide. But buy you also this. moved out, like that changed your. So that's the thing is that I was rhythm. running on a treadmill, yeah, and it was great. It's a different thing, and it's like, a, it, to yeah. me, it genuinely. I need to let go of the fact that it's like, oh, it's. I need to start running again, aka just pick up where I left off. A, I'm more out of shape than I was, but also running on a treadmill versus running on the streets is like a different thing. Yeah, so I need to kind of let go of that and what I'm saying about 2020 is that I want to start running again slash for the first time outside. Um, you do have phenomenal access to the back bay. I was going to say my location is great. Um, every day. It just is like a little bit weird, like the darkness of like being outside by the back bay, but that's, that's more of a local conversation at night. Yeah. Oh, right. It's going to start getting light. Yeah. So, but I don't want to like get in a habit of just stopping running every six months when the light changes, you know? Right. Cause you're working until that is a different rhythm of, that's really been the challenge. Yeah. So that's what I want to figure out. Um, I really miss it. I really liked that. And I have such a kick-ass running playlist that I so perfected Ugh. that I cannot let that go to waste. Like, it would be such a shame. But anyway, thanks, Mom, for the sweet tunes. Thanks, Greg, for watching the kids. Thank you guys for listening again. Because they're All, so old. They're so old. They're fine. They don't even need Greg. <laughs> um, love you guys. Love you. Thanks for tuning back in. We've missed you. Let us know if you want us to keep doing these episodes or if no one cares. Okay, bye. <laughs>